Hello and welcome into the Fantasy Football Deliveryman Podcast. On uh, today's episode, uh, we're just doing a little uh, Deliveryman Classic hit for you. It's an episode um, that we had done a little while back, but prior to us jumping into Season 3, which will be starting up next week, Adam and I decided to take a week off, you know, hashtag treat ourselves. You know, we earn it. We feel like we made it, you know, whatever. But anyways, so this episode is a uh, reflection back on a classic episode that we have done. The fantasy football news won't be relevant, but this might be an episode that some of our new listeners may have missed out on and haven't listened back in the archives. But this episode is known as Kyle's episode. It's an off the rails episode where uh, Kyle essentially finds his voice. Me being Kyle talking in the third person, kind of crazy, but it works. Adam becomes an ambassador. If you're wondering where they got the nickname from and we break down some, uh, difficult star wars uh issues as far as the labeling of the titles and of course at the end like i said not too relevant but uh of course we got fantasy football and uh yeah hope you enjoy welcome to the fantasy football delivery men podcast with your host, Adam Zeitler and Kyle Rohde. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Deliveryman Podcast. Hello, I, world. I am your host. <laughs> Adam. I had I had I came up with a nickname today. <laughs> it's Adam Postmaster Flex Zeitler. What? Okay, okay. let me explain. <laughs> Uh, in 1978, uh, Grandmaster Flash was a prominent, uh, that's too big of a word, I'm going to go elsewhere with it, was a very uh, successful hip-hop artist. Uh, it was Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. And I'm like, how can I tie that into Adam <laughs> in post office? Because he's got, you got such a clever uh, nickname uh, for me. Little Blue. Uh, little Little Blue. <laughs> so I'm like... Because it's Kyle, the delivery man, Rody, as you, you've come to have me known now. And then like Postmaster Flex. There it is. We can even short up the PMF. PMF? Yeah, not PMS. Because we are pandering to our female crowd and we don't want to upset anybody. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> so Postmaster Flash or Postmaster Flex. So oh, that's what I got for you. PMF? PMF. Oh maybe man. it's too long. Maybe it's too long. I'll work on it. I'm <laughs> I'm I'm actively thinking of a creative I, name because you gave me gold. I don't even know where that's from. I don't know this guy that well, you're no. you're referencing. Yes. So because well, he was popular in 1978, which was technically like 20 years before you were born. <laughs> yeah, well, probably close to that. Yeah, that's uh no clue. Yeah. Okay. Well, either way, <laughs> insanely witty for our older listeners, because I do see in our analytics that we do have somebody that's between like the ages of like was it like fifty five and seventy? Really? Yeah. So it's yeah. probably like your dad. Your dad's like it no. could be. It's like I don't know who Crabmaster Flash is. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> but okay. Well, that's that's Michael. If you do like the nickname for Adam being uh, Grandmaster Flex, then uh, go ahead and hit us up at Twitter on Twitter at Deliveryman underscore FF or on our Facebook page, the Deliveryman Football Podcast, Fantasy Football Podcast. 
My bad. There's a lot of words today. I feel like I'm talking more than I usually have to in the opening I segment. Like, I was going to say, I feel like you totally hijacked my yeah, opening well, it's, opener. You know what? People, <laughs> people, want, people want freshness. And I'm like, I'm going to bring in a little bit of freshness today. Let me tie it off. Okay. I'll make it official. <laughs> I am your host, Adam Zeitler. <laughs> so I feel like that's pretty much where we went off. Fine. We went off the rails. Yes. So I am your host. Down. Adam Zeitler here with my co-host Kyle, the delivery man, Rody. We are the fantasy football delivery men. That felt cool. That, okay, well, fine. We'll just let you do it every single time. I won't <laughs> hijack it. I didn't mean it like that. No, but like... no, I get it. It's like, Kyle, you just sit there and you do your drops. And it's like, no, you can't have any creative value to this whatsoever. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, wow. Okay. We that, have a uh... intro of this show. So you are going to love what we have going on. <laughs> oh, we got a good show for us. A great we're, show. we're already off the rails. So yeah. it didn't take very long. You know, it took us 13 minutes the last time. We are only like four minutes in before we retract. Oh, goodness. So we're we're not doing too bad. Well, think about the ad and then the intro music. So I would say approximately two minutes and 40 seconds. Is no, no, no. No. A minute. Ad. A minute and 40 seconds. And that's when we got it back on track. That's when we went off the rails. That's when we went off the rails. Oh, yep. my bad. So it didn't I'll take have, very long. I will have to add a drop for uh, train tracks next time. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I got. Oh, man. We got a good episode. We got some news to go over. Uh, we got studs and stinkers as usual. Uh, this is the first episode that we are going to talk about waivers before they have actually run in the NFL fantasy app. Or, you know, on this platform, on this platform, Mm -hmm. the NFL fantasy app. Um, So that's kind of exciting. But the thing I was thinking about is like people aren't going to listen to this until tomorrow when all their waivers have run. So it's just the same, but it's a little bit different to us. A little bit, a little bit. Yeah. And then we have a new segment to introduce. uh, And then we will be going over the week, week six previews. Yes. It's been, it's a crazy week. It was a crazy last week. Crazy last week. But first we have to go ahead and jump into story time. So my story today, and you know, I'm thinking we are getting a lot of young listeners. I'm thinking we have, somebody's got to be listening in that younger generation because oddly enough today, uh, that's where I'll, I'll set the scene for you in my story time. I go and I'm making a delivery by it's by the sharp park over there in that kind of area by 7th street uh okay. I'm, I'm drawing a picture for you people um essentially 7th street borders uh the park over there in uh mighty O'Connor, wisconsin anyways so i have a kid out there you know <laughs> i don't know i guess i got like maybe it's because they're like the same size as me and they think they can beat me <laughs> up or something but they could just say whatever the heck they want it turns out so i make the delivery and i'm walking back to the truck minding my own business kid's like hey and I, i'm using a much deeper voice this kid was like hey there it is that that's him <laughs> it's like he's in here now anyways that was a great reenactment of it but he's like where's my scooter i'm like what are you talking about i don't i'm like i haven't delivered any scooters lately nor did i notice any of my vehicle he's like yeah he's like my parents says your fault i don't have a scooter so apparently mm. I'm getting blamed by parents now for these kids not having the things that they want. Well, Kyle. It's a heavy burden. I mean, 
I'm just saying that's that's this this is what keeps me up at night. I had a scooter this week and I delivered it. Oh, that's right. So you and the, the uh, little blue uh, truck company now carry uh, <laughs> scooters. Well, okay. Well, maybe it was you then. No, I delivered it. Oh, okay. Well, maybe his parents <laughs> said he didn't get it, and the big brown truck company just kept it on him. Maybe. Oh man. Oh, that's that's probably what. It was. Maybe that's he pretty... was not being a good kid that that week or something oh, like that. Oh, so, yeah. So yeah, the parents throw me under the bus. Sure. The big yellow hypothetical bus of that guilt of now that i have to deal with <laughs> but essentially that's what's leading me to believe that we are grabbing the attention of the younger crowd because i keep getting yelled at by children <laughs> so i don't know i just <laughs> oh man it's just like i said i i have four kids of my own i, I gotta keep them happy i can't keep all these kids happy so you parents get, take that burden off that, my back a little bit what? you get yelled at enough by little kids I do. here at your own house i do the only reason i get yelled, I get at, right yelled at i get well, yelled you, at by you your own should. kids well, yeah, because they got to keep you in line. As soon as I walk in the door here, it's just like. It's because you wear your shoes sometimes. <laughs> There's no shoes allowed in here. <laughs> uh, I'll just say it. They're, they're, they're the reason I am the way I am, which is all right. <laughs> I sure. like to think so. Anyway. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> but yeah, so not a very eventful story time. But I figured I better just keep this ball rolling of getting yelled at you, by small children. Yeah. Well, and and also, well, like last uh, last episode, you're talking about the the one in the Family Dollar parking lot, right? And then I referenced to the story that was not aired, mm-hmm. which was another child yelling at you, right? Uh, I don't know what's going on. Uh, like I said, I I'm thinking it's the fact that I am. Five six on a good day, well maybe five seven, and like one hundred and fifty pounds, and they think like I can say whatever <laughs> I want to this guy. I mean, it doesn't make sense that he can lift this, you know, large box. I didn't want to say package again because then that would have took us in a different tangent. So <laughs> I'm <laughs> what? <laughs> well, uh, if you listen to the previous episode, you'll see that when we talked about the small package company. You grew offensive with that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah. we'll get back, back in track. So I'm thinking that's why they are um, treating me the way I am, which is discrimination. Yeah. I'd in my say, life. I don't know. I the kids. You with the kids. I don't. And I thought I was a good kid person. Like, I think I get along with most kids. I guess. To me, you look like you'd be a good kid person, but maybe to kids, you just look like. Like creepy? Like a punching bag. Yeah. Like one of those like clown punching bags. Like it's like it <laughs> comes back up and it's got that stupid look on its face. Like yeah. uh well maybe. Maybe. Well that's what I'll go with. just it must just be that. You know, I think you need yo. I think you need a beard. A be- yeah, it's my job will allow me to grow that. Fun well, fact for all you people that, that don't know that. No, I think we should drop that now and then people. I can only grow a creepy mustache that would warn people to stay away. <sighs> I cannot grow a beard because my job does not allow it unless I have a doctor's excuse. What's a doc? You need a doctor's excuse? You need excuse? a doctor's excuse to have a beard in my line of work. So what would be a, a good doctor's excuse? Uh, that you have uh, acne, that you, you, get, you break out really? because of ingrown hairs or something. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I guess that's what I'm going to have to shoot for so I can grow a beard. <laughs> I was just going to say, I've seen... Guys yeah, in your do. profession mm-hmm. that have beards, and yeah. I always wanted to bring that up to you, but now that might be what it is, and I'll leave yep. it at that. Yep. Also, 
this last week or two, I was driving down one of the county roads, Ooh. saw a big brown truck heading my direction. Mm-hmm. I remember you said, you guys are constantly always wearing a mask. Yeah. This guy was not. <gasps> Blasphemy. So I don't know if he's getting away with it. Maybe. Did he at least have it around his? I didn't see any. Oh, no. So I don't know. Well, I hope we did not just out anybody. If we did out somebody. Probably got canned already. Yes. And if you know who it was, (laughs) you know who it was, you could hit me up at Liverman underscore FF and I will deal with it personally. Oh, you're the safety guy, aren't you? I I totally threw the guy under the bus now. I have a feeling I know who it is. I don't know where it was, Kyle. I guess it's Brandon Reimer. I don't, I will not say. Okay. I know nothing. Okay. Well, (laughs) we will deal with this in, um. Uh, tomorrow then <laughs> when, this, when this podcast airs someone's gonna get canned goodbye you're the safety guy i'm also the safety guy in my I'm safety uh, coach here and head union steward i'm the safety captain of my office oh that sounds cooler i like the name captain yeah well actually the original one when i took the position which is not it's not like a, i got a raise or nothing like that oh, like, yeah, it was just no. like a name i think it was safety safety oh what was it sheriff no. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. Walk around with a little badge. Hey. Yeah, like a little thing of mace in your holster or something. Oh, what was it? I always think of a Star Wars reference because Star Wars always use this. Um it starts with an A. It's like, Admiral? No. Oh, it's a, that'd be cool it's too. a political term. Oh. Safety, not administrator. Um, um safety. Oh, what is it? Chancellor. <laughs> no, I was gonna say associate. That's not oh, right that either. That sounds terrible. That's not like cool. That's like a bank. No. Um, but yeah. anyway, we oh, have. No, a... This is gonna bum me until we figure this out. By the way, <laughs> safety. Oh. oh, you're thinking of General Akbar. Yeah. Well, no, I'm thinking of the 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 not the new new ones, but one through three. Right. They use this term a lot. Technically, and this is... technically four through six. But go on. Technically, Technically, yeah. If we're splitting here, yeah, one. It was a term they used a lot. What the heck is it? It starts with an A. I feel like we should waste as much time on this as possible <laughs> because I need to know. Oh, what was it? What was what, um? What I love is somebody on the listening to this podcast right now is screaming. The I answer. know. Okay, okay. Which Queen character? Queen Amidala? Uh-huh. But it was like Chancellor Palpatine. And then it was something that starts with an A. It was a political term. <sighs> Safety. No. Administrator. Did I say that already? You may have. And administrator, if that's what it is, I'm really bummed that that's No, what it's definitely not what it was. <laughs> oh. Uh, this this struggle is real. Uh, we're going to work. But just just uh, while you're thinking, I just want to okay. remind people. You, you talk. I'm going to okay, look. I'm, I'm going to talk for a little bit. He's going to look up terms. Um, I just want to remind people that this is, in fact, a fantasy football <laughs> podcast, that we're not just uh, here to talk about um, our um, positions at our line of work. Um, boy, I guess I've never really had a talk for this long of a time, so I'm going to continue to go. <laughs> and uh, I guess I can just drop another story time um, if you want me to. Um, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I have to find this word. Oh, man. Okay. Well, I guess, hmm. Were we going to discuss injuries ahead of time? Yes. Okay. 
Well, I think I will go ahead and discuss the major injury, and we're going to circle on back to that. So the major injury... I hurt myself today. Uh, that would be uh, Dak Prescott. I don't know if any of you have seen that injury, but that looked gruesome. If you get it, it's just how bad it was. Dak got a tweet from Joel Theismann basically saying, ouch, that looks like it hurt. And Joel Theismann was famous for having that uh, primetime game injury that like, like, oh, that just like stopped the world. Did you find it? No. No. Well, then don't look at me. Anyways. I'm sorry. <laughs> so anyways, then uh, Dak Prescott, you know, uh, they rallied. They, the, the Cowboys, rather, Dak Prescott was on his way to the hospital to deal with it. But then they put in uh, Andy Dalton. Changers! Yep, and he... <laughs> <laughs> That's offensive, Kyle. Isn't that what you are? What? Changers! <laughs> Not a ginger. Really? I think you have reddish toads to your hair. But <laughs> you're going. What? I. This is what happens when I go off the mic. <laughs> you already. Heard, you already heard him hijack my, my intro. And now I'm on the phone looking for a stupid political word. Oh. And Kyle is just going off the rails, oh, offending this is, this people. Is my episode. This is my episode now. Oh. So your, this is your episode. This is your episode title now. It's just Kyle's episode. Kyle's episode. That'll be. We'll put week six fantasy mm. and then. Oh my man, goodness. this is a tough just one. I ain't gonna off lie. Anyways, the rails. Uh, the Red Rocket <laughs> takes over. Okay, now you know what I was gonna. You ask know what? Him? And it's not the Red Rocket. <laughs> It's the red rifle. red rifle. That is also <laughs> offensive. You are so bad right now. <laughs> so anyways, what I'm trying to get at is oh Andy Dalton comes gosh. in the game. It leads the Cowboys back to victory. I need to take and, my sweatshirt yeah, out. I'm yeah, sweating this in is, here. This is a very intense episode oh. so far. Anyways, <laughs> but you know, and I was going to run that drop by you, and I'm like... <laughs> probably should have no i'm not i'm not gonna live uh, in my creative thinking to just <laughs> just you i run trades by you sometimes and uh, i'm like this one makes funny. kind of sense and you're like that's stupid trade. <laughs> no i kind of like it anyways so andy Dalton comes in the game uh takes over uh for Dak, and uh they ended up winning the game which i have Dak in one of my leagues i'm debating on buying stock in andy dalton and because they say well, he's got a good receiving core around him. He's got Zeke in the backfield. So I'm thinking about investing in Andy Dalton. But in that league, I do have Derek Carr out there. So I'm thinking about going that way. Wait, hesitate. What Did, did you get it? No, I didn't. But I was going to say, because I wanted to jump in. Oh, yeah. Feel free anytime now. Andy Dalton, I'm thinking about adding him. I, I, <laughs> We're going to talk about this in a different segment. But okay. I have a quarterback that has not been... Uh, <laughs> never mind we're gonna talk about it later okay fine are, are you still looking up the a i am in it i can't this is find crazy. it this it's, is it's okay you've been spending like five minutes on it you've turned me loose on it which we know now is not on. the right way i'm to gonna look it. up star wars okay <laughs> what star i would wars, give to have a star wars drop in here right now like all the, all the times that i needed a whatchamacallit a star wars drop this would be the episode and now, now <laughs> if i add one to it we will not even, I will not ever be able to use it. So I'm like oh. totally bummed with it. Oh, wait a minute. I might have found something. Okay. Okay. Breaking news. Oh, hold on. Okay. Maybe it's not so breaking, but breaking it. Mm. Mm. 
We either have people just on the hook right now. Well, dude, they want to know. Or they have tuned out. No, I do not think because, and this is what saved the day was my drops. By the way, they it, it made them it, it, it grabbed a hold of them. They are interested now. They need to know what your safety role was. We tried administrator, <sighs> chancellor, um, I, uh, sheriff. Um, safety sheriff sounds like the most goofiest name. You could have. <laughs> like I picture you having like a little like paper star on you, and like one of those Elmer Fudd hats. I think that'd be pretty <laughs> spot on. I found it. Okay, here it is. Here it is. Breaking news: When I took the title of safety ambassador. Oh, that sounds way better, <laughs> isn't okay. it? <laughs> okay, that sounds way better than safety coach here. I love that. Okay, I love it. That, it, that was totally worth the wait, wasn't it? It absolutely was, because that was like <laughs> the best word that I could have ever paired with safety in the world. Okay, but now... Can you take the reins back now? When <laughs> when in Star Wars was there an ambassador? Oh, I know. Do when, you know? Uh, No. Okay, I think it was episode one. Episode one or four? Episode one, The okay, Phantom so Menace. Phantom Menace, okay. It was... Please. Wasn't it when Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan Kenobi flew to the thing jig? You're laughing like you don't know these guys. No, I Come know on. who they are and I'm totally a big Star Wars buff. So it's like, yeah, no, I know. It's when just, they you refer to Star Wars as one through nine. <laughs> that really bothers me. Or but when, they George Lucas made th- three but he, first. Yes, but he did not number them. They have yes, names. Yes, he did. No, they have names. Phantom Menace, Empire Strikes Back. Return of the Jedi. Not in this order, he, mind you. He had not- said that he made three. He purposely made, or so, I'm sorry, not three. He made episode four first, knowing that the technology wasn't going to be there for the big wars that they wanted to hold through one through three. Okay, so you tell me if I go talk to somebody, hey, have you seen Star Wars 4? That They're going to be like, what are you talking about? Or when I say, hey, did you see Star Wars? A New Hope? Which one do you think they're going to go gravitate towards more without confusion? Obviously, a new hope. Okay, thank you. That's the point I've tried to make. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay, beside the continue point. Continue about your your ambassador. On the Roman numerals, when you watch Star Wars, it is yes. four. Is a new hope. Yes, it is. Anyway, <laughs> but, but but when they released it, did it have a four? I don't know that. No, it didn't. <laughs> I don't know that. Okay, well, but... we will have to look into it. If you know the answer, <laughs> hit us up at deliveryman underscore ff on Twitter. In the opening, after the opening, you know, Roly, I don't want to say credits because like the, what do you call them, Star Wars? Well, what is the intro? The intro, yeah. Roly intro? They were flying into the thingamajig, and I think they were ambassadors. Okay. Like, they were, I don't even know what that word means. Ambassadors are but... like basically people that are sent to give greetings, I'm thinking. Ambassadors? Like, you okay. represent your country. Okay. Because we have ambassadors. Well, I mean, we don't, but other people do. So I think it was Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan Kenobi were ambassadors. Okay. All right. How being Jedi? That name was in Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Okay. I know oh, that. Okay. Once the you said word, The Phantom Menace, I knew what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> the word ambassador was in that movie multiple times. <laughs> That's where I remember it from, but for oh. some reason I could not think of it oh my gosh this how <laughs> how far into this are we uh 22 minutes oh my gosh let's get into the news okay okay <laughs> breaking news nfl this is a fantasy football podcast i'm yes. so sorry this one is so i'm not <laughs> for real this is genius oh breaking news in the nfl breaking news. <laughs> 
the Patriots Broncos game was postponed to uh, this week, so they both had buys last week. Yeah. They will once we get to uh, the previews of this week. Uh, the Patriots Broncos are playing this week. Uh, the schedule has changed a, a lot of teams due to this game, and I imagine that it's not going to be the last time. Agreed. Um, so if you're really interested in seeing what Kyle? No, no, I just I'm, I'm <laughs> reflecting back on our conversations up until this point. Okay, just let me smile. Uh, That's why I thought we had this big black thing in front of my microphone, so you can't see my facial expression. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Kyle, I remember in the draft season, you always said your first two picks you tried to avoid the same bye week. Yes. At this point, that, that is out the window. My whole way of doing drafts. Yep. I mean, I will no longer do that because of the situation, which I kind of needed as a reality check because up until this point, as stated in previous episodes, that I always looked at bye weeks. So now gone. Yep. Gone. And I, I never looked at it that way, but I thought about you when I was kind of bringing this up was bye weeks have changed. So uh, if you need to plan ahead, I would look, you know, make sure all your players don't have the same bye weeks that you are planning to play them or, mm-hmm. you know, anything like that. Right. Um, another news, uh, Alex Smith had his first game since his injury. That was awesome. That was pretty cool. That was like a feel good moment. Like I was just like, all right. That was like you. the feel good moment of, I do want to watch the documentary. You said you've seen the E60. I did not. No, no I do. But I watch heard that. it was gruesome. Oh, it was Tony. Tony has Tony seen said it, that. And yeah, he mentioned it. That and yeah, I do definitely want to see that because it's like I'll feel even better about it than I already do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Michael Thomas was out versus the Chargers due to a disciplinary action. <laughs> he punched one of his teammates <laughs> in practice or something like that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, but it's like, like uh, look at Earl Thomas punches somebody. He gets released from the team. They can't do that with Mike, no. know, Michael Thomas there. Yeah. They probably released the guy that got punched. <laughs> you're <laughs> you're out here. Michael doesn't like you. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's horrible. <laughs> oh, oh, goodness. Okay. The uh, Falcons fire head coach Dan Quinn and their GM. Uh, like I said. You kind of called that. Yeah. After the Green Bay game, it really honestly looked like they just gave up. I don't know if this team just does not have faith in Dan Quinn anymore, but I kind of did. I kind of lost faith. Um, right. So hopefully they get somebody there. Um, Le'Veon Bell is released from the New York Jets. Yes. Head coach Adam Gay says it didn't work out. Yeah, he was wanting to better our team. We do not want him here. <sighs> Goodbye, Le'Veon, and good luck. Here's the money people, that we owe you. People everywhere, <laughs> right? <laughs> he's, he's getting what he wants. You know, was like, it, is he not the highest paid well, running back? I know they're on or the hook was... for two point five million dollars. I believe it was the number, and then now he can go collect money from another team too. Right. I think you know? I think the Jets are owing him six million dollars a year. Yeah. For however long his contract was, plus whatever he's going to make on a new team. That's insane. Oh. Uh, why don't people just do that? Uh, I <laughs> get the guaranteed money and just jump from team to team. If and any teams interested in me, I still have a lot of miles left on these tires. <laughs> so I haven't, I haven't handled the rock in like, Oh, I don't know, 17 <laughs> years, but I bet you I could still, I, I can't do nothing. I'm too old with uh, both of these. The last two little news things that I went uh, Falcons 
they fired head coach and the GM. It's very sad because I don't know if the Falcons have a GM to make a move towards Le'Veon Bell. Mm-hmm. I was also thinking about the Texans. I don't think they have because Bill O'Brien was their GM and the head coach. True. So I do not know that if but they have a GM at this time. That's interesting, though, because we didn't talk about the Texans ahead of time, I don't think. But that's a really good nope. landing spot. Right. I like that. I mean, that's we, actually a really excellent. It is because spot. it's like David Johnson. I, 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 I actually drafted him in one of my leagues, and I was higher on him, thinking fresh new start. But I'm not really buying what right. I'm seeing lately, and that's that's interesting. I like that because I was thinking Arizona possibly with the fall from grace of Kenyon Drake. I know he put up a touchdown last week, yeah. but aside from that, those were not good numbers. So I I like Texans more than the my Arizona guess. Yeah. Um, You're so smart. How do you do it day in and day out? I am. And actually, speaking of that, Kyle, we were speaking. I, I was, I was listening to uh, one of our like preseason episodes. Right. Um, if you want to listen to it, I don't remember. It it's was CR reflection. CR reflection minute fifty seven. Mm-hmm. I actually called this exact thing happen. Yeah. With Le'Veon Bell, it's I like said we know what's going to happen before it does. I believe my almost exact words were: the Jets lose the first handful of games and either the Jets get rid of Adam Gase or Adam Gase gets rid of Le'Veon Bell. Yep. So we now know what the problem was for the New York Jets and now they can win. <laughs> now they can go well, in and win a Super Bowl. I mean, when he was injured all those weeks, it was like he was still out there because they were losing. Right. Now that he's gone. It was his fault. Yeah. He must just be a huge bummer in the locker yeah, room or it, something like that's that. That's what I'm kind of gathering from because from what Adam I hear. Adam Gase is such a joke. Honestly, Man. like at this point, I know so many, so many fantasy go. podcasts like beat Adam Gase like a dead horse, but right. he he definitely oh. and you know what? This is a scary <laughs> thing that I was thinking about. Again, with the Falcons firing their head coach, I'm like, please, for the love of God, do not hire Adam Gase imagine? because he's not gonna make it this whole season as no. a head coach. Yeah, that would be insane on so many levels. If they were to go that wrong. It'd be horrible. Um, what is next year? Melvin Gordon charged with a DUI. We don't know what the disciplinary action will be there. Um, also, Cam Newton is expected to practice and start versus Denver. All right. And the injuries. I, I hurt myself. <laughs> I probably I probably should mention I get these uh per the fantasypros.com. So just to give them a little credit here. Yep. Dak Prescott, uh, as Kyle had already said. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about horrific injuries, Kyle. Oh, Come on. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> mm. Oh, Dak Prescott. <laughs> <laughs> What? I'm not even what? looking at you. I'm just I looking know, at but now I just okay. We're gonna power through this just okay. really quick. We're okay. gonna just do this really quick. Okay. Dak Prescott broken ankle should be a hundred percent in the 2021 training camp. Okay. <laughs> Deontay Johnson, he had a back injury. Uh, from what I've seen, he is expected to play next week. Uh, Kyle Allen uh, was a sh- shoulder injury, I believe. He's also he's good to go. Good to go for yeah. next week. Sammy Watkins had a hamstring injury, uh, so I th- think he's going to be out for a couple weeks. Yeah, this is where you'd want to invest in your uh, 
McCall Hartman. Yes. I think that's a yes. very good one. I think McCall Hartman is a uh, yeah, if he's not big up, winner I here. I think so. Yeah. AJ Green, also a hamstring. Um, can he be out a couple weeks if, <laughs> if he's still even fantasy relevant? Well, oh, did you did you see the play that they kept showing on on uh, the Sports Center about him? Uh, uh, Joe Burrows threw a pick to a Baltimore Raven, and instead of him going to tackle the guy, he like walked, he like ran towards him like he was going to tackle him, and then he just started running up field. Like he he didn't want anything to do with like I'm gonna avoid this situation. He takes <laughs> off running. It is so classic. I think I would actually throw that up on the Facebook because it is so funny. Yeah, when he injured himself. I don't know if that's when he injured himself, but it was just weird because he was gonna run at the guy, and then he's like, I don't want nothing to do with it, and he just takes off sprinting <laughs> up the field, like <laughs> running away from it. I'm like, okay, wow, yeah, go get him. DJ Chark had a ankle injury. Um, not a hundred percent sure. Saddens me. Uh, I don't think there's any timeline. I don't know if he's going to be playing this week, but I believe they're expecting him to. I don't know. I don't I'll have you look up that. look up the update on that. Okay. Um, Dalvin Cook had a non-contact groin injury. Um, Mike Zimmer, I think, is kind of putting the – possibility that he might play next week but i think with the bye being after next week i think they're wanting to sit out this week i agree i think that's probably the best thing also i mean for the fantasy owner don't try and you know re-injure anything like that Mm -hmm. Uh, take next week off take the bye off and uh come back pretty strong you should be good Mm mm-hmm yeah. You got that yet? Yeah, on DJ Chark, it's saying day to day. He will not be practicing. He did not practice today, but they're saying he's hopeful to be in the game this week. Okay, yeah. that's good news. Good news. Um, possible returns for this week. Uh, Drew Locke is possible to return. To return. Also, I wanted to correct something from last week. I said CMC was supposed to come off IR last week. Yes. I don't. I don't know where I got that from, but well, I corrected you and said that's not the case, though. Oh, okay, yeah. good, because he's not back for another two to three weeks. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> okay, we are a little bit off. Okay, we we have most. You know what? You know what? Ninety nine point nine percent of the time, we're right all the time. So there it is. <laughs> Those are pretty good. Uh, pretty good numbers. I think so. But you know, with our luck, he's going to come back this week. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Poor Mike Davis. Which you know what? Yeah, it it really doesn't look like they need him back. They like don't right now, get him well. Like you, just, right? Yeah, just Christian, Christian, just relax. Because we got this. Correct me if I'm wrong. They are, they have lost both the games with CMC, with CMC, and mm-hmm. they have won three games without him. Without him. Yep. I think I know what the problem in they Carolina need to trade is. Trade him away. Yes. Mike Let's do the Adam fantasy Gase. owners to me. Yeah. Like Adam Gase does, and yep. Then just release him. Jets are looking him. for a running back. <laughs> That's so sad. <laughs> it is. Oh goodness. Uh, Chris Godwin is possible to return this week. Julio Jones uh, with a hamstring, he's possible to return, but that's definitely one that I would keep an eye on. I don't really know that a lot of people are expecting him to play, mm-hmm. uh, but it, it is possible. Devontae Adams, great news for Green Bay Packers fans. Uh, he should be 100% that's after great. this week. So, yeah, that yeah, is it's about time. fantastic. But I think they gave, yeah, I like it that they gave him enough time to recover and is that a fancy Apple Watch? It's not just for fantasy, but I got to update what? on my fantasy. Wow. Did you always have that? I'm sorry, listeners. 
but I just never noticed this fancy watch here over by my, you know, my co-host. Oh, you said fancy? Fancy, yeah. Yes, fancy. I have a fancy. Wow. They're not worth it. I wish I had that Zeitler money. To you, they're not worth it. This is this is a, a purchase that I wish I never made. Mm, yeah. They're overrated. Yeah, okay, well, that's good to know. I will not purchase one, and I will save my money. <laughs> you can buy this one from me. How much you want for it? <laughs> <laughs> One million kajillion. We don't have that. I don't have a drop for that. No, dang it. You did a good job of filling in my drop. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's look at the studs of the week. Because I'm a stud. Chase Claypool. Three rushing attempts for six yards and a touchdown. Very studly. 11 targets, seven receptions, 110 yards, and three touchdowns, four touchdowns in total. Chase Claypool is a stud. Yes, he is a big-bodied stud, too. Yeah, we'll be talking about him in the waiver wire. Waivers. Travis Fulgram. Is it Ful- Ful- Fulgram? 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 Ful- it's F-U-L-G-H-A-M. Fulgram. So there's no R. We'll just say Fulgram. 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 Yes. Okay. <laughs> <Nailed They're, it. laughs> 13 targets seven receptions 152 yards and a touchdown brandon cooks 12 targets eight receptions 161 yards and that? a touchdown brandon cooks, too many cooks, too many cooks, too many cooks. this is actually a uh really this was a really big deal i thought for brandon cooks because I don't know if this was a Bill O'Brien being gone thing. Right, like a celebration. Right. But Brandon Brandon Cooks, I mean, in every team that he's played on, he's been really well. He, he's been a really good fantasy option right. up until the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, with a scheme change or whatever it is, mm-hmm. I think he's relevant. Hopefully, if he's, well, we'll talk about him in the yeah, waivers. I'm going to need to see more more of them before I want any of that. Yeah. Uh, Mike Davis, eight targets, five receptions, 109 yards, and two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Adam Thielen, one rushing attempt, three yards. Um, what do I got here? Oh, 13 targets, nine receptions, 80 yards, and two touchdowns. Ryan Tannehill as our last stud. He was 21 for 28, 195 yards. Now, You'd say that's not really good. Tell me what's good about it. Three touchdowns, there it is. 42 rushing yards, and another touchdown so on the ground. Four. Uh, uh, uh. It's like the count off of Sesame <laughs> Street. I don't have a drop for that. Oh, <laughs> is the count. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, that was gotcha. big when you were little yet. I was like yeah. 10. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most off the rails. I was, I was about to say when uh, when my kid was really small. He liked watching Sesame Street. Mm-hmm. There was is still really small. He <laughs> still is really small, but he's not in Sesame Street anymore. Oh. So there was like a handful of times when I'd put him down for a nap and Sesame Street was still on. And all of a sudden I was like three or four episodes in and I'm like, what am I doing with oh, my life yes. watching yes. Sesame Street? Yes. Like I was the only one in the living oh, room. Yeah. <laughs> this will not be the last time you're caught in that situation i've seen every episode of odd bods and then i look around and i'm also by myself and you don't know what odd bods is you will find out i do not know you don't it's i suppose you know blippy 
Blippy. Yeah, I've, I'm aware of Blippy, but that was bigger oh, as my so children lucky. got older. You're so lucky. Yeah. All right, these stinkers of the week. Devin Singletary, 11 attempts for 25 yards. One target, one reception, eight yards. Terry McLaurin, seven targets, three receptions, 26 yards. Juju Smith-Schuster, five targets, four receptions, 28 yards. Tyler Higby, two, two targets, two receptions, 12 yards. Jimmy Garoppolo, <laughs> seven completions on 17 attempts for 77 yards and two interceptions. I believe he ended the game with negative minus 0.2 and negative 0.2 never finished the game nope at the halftime we've seen enough of you jimmy g you can't push yeah. off your back foot you're not ready yet we should have never started you that's uh horrific yeah horrific hayden hurst six targets two receptions eight yards justin jefferson sadly my start of the week last week everything looked really oh, good I was bummed. I like Justin Jefferson. <laughs> I know. And I started him as obviously I should have because I called him as a start of the week. Yep. Um, five targets, three receptions, 23 yards. Not great. Jarek McKinnon, one rushing attempt for zero yards. Mm -hmm. Four targets, two receptions, five yards. Yeah. So this was a big one due to uh, Raheem Mostert coming back. Yeah. And uh, it's really interesting to see if this is how they use them because uh, is it possible, Kyle? I mean, we had mentioned before, Kevin Coleman comes back. Does he kind of go back to that role? And Jared McKinnon is kind of well, that's what obsolete. I mean, up until this last weekend, I thought uh, Coleman was done gone right but then how i saw how they utilized them in this last week and i was thinking just like you're thinking now actually does coleman stand a chance to be able to have some of the shares here and i think you're right i think we he might have be. to see what happens when he comes back but i was surprised by that whole layout of the weekend right and if you're thinking that way now might be the time to pick him up because he's out there and 100 percent of the leagues i'm pretty probably pretty probably. close to it um yeah, in I mean now is the time to get him because if he comes back and he has a big role, then you got to play the waiver game. Mm -hmm. You know, stash him. You know, maybe the week before, and uh, see what it looks like. All right, Amari Cooper, four targets, two receptions, twenty-three yards. Uh, how about this one, Kyle? Scotty Miller. You want to know the stats on that one? I do. What are they? Uh, that would be. <laughs> <laughs> Goose, Goose egg. <laughs> no targets, which means no receptions. No rushing attempts, which means zero. Zero. Zero yards, zero touchdowns. Zero, zero, zero. <laughs> <laughs> Dalton Schultz, uh, three targets, one reception, six yards. Joshua Kelly, a lot of people were really hoping. I thought he was going to be... Thought he was going to be a lot better here. Yes. Um, 11 attempts for 29 yards, one target, one reception for nine yards. And the last stinker of the week, Zach Ertz, six targets, one reception, and six yards. Boo, you stink! Yeah. A lot of stinks in there. 
lot of stinks. <laughs> a lot, a lot of stinks. Too many stinks. Oh, goodness. <laughs> We're just all depressed and saddened by that now. Now we don't even know where to go. No, we don't even know. Yeah. Maybe we should start doing the stinkers first. Yeah, because we always end on a sad note, and then we're like, eh. And we got to go into waivers, and like it'd be fun to go into waivers. like On a happy note? Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to switch that around, we will. I think. We'll have will, to write that down. Okay, we'll write that down. <laughs> All right, let's go into the waiver ads uh, of the week. And like we said, the waivers have not run. Normally how we do this is we'll look at you know how the waivers ran, who was the most picked up player, who was worth the pickup, who we think – uh, you probably could have gone without that pickup mm. uh, unless you were in a super deep league. Uh, but the waivers have not run yet. So mm. um, obviously, again, bummer. By the time you probably listen to this, if you were listening on Wednesday night, which it will probably be posted then, then you will hear this before the waivers run on NFL.com. Mm. Otherwise, if you listen on Thursday, that's when the waivers are going to run. Um, at quarterback, I think the only one we need to talk about is Andy Dalton. Um, kind of like you had said previously, I, th- <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not doing it. Cause <laughs> Andy Dalton, I think is honestly, it's very interesting. <laughs> Deck Prescott is a great quarterback. Yes. Andy Dalton was, he was a decent fantasy relevant quarterback for Cincinnati with AJ green. Even not, last year, not the stats last year and yeah. they were decent. And that was not with the talent that he surrounded. I was going to say, year. has any Dalton ever had a receiving core this good? I can't remember if he was actually part of when Chad Johnson and T.O. were there. That might have still been Carson Palmer. I think so. But that was, if he was, in fact, in that time period, that would probably be the closest to what he's dealing with right now. But, yeah. You think the best that he's had was A.J. Green and... Oh. T.J. Hushmanzada? No. No, that was way before was him. there? One was, um, I was going to say... Marvin Jones? Was it Marvin Jones? Yeah. Yeah, okay. That yeah, be. that was probably the best that he had. Yeah. How about Amari um, Cooper... I was going to say Debo Samuel. That's not right. No. C.D. Lamb. Lamb. Uh, that's Schultz. I think at tight end, I think he's proven that he's. And then um, Gallup, Michael Gallup. Michael Gallup. Um, yeah. and, and Ezekiel I'll Elliott. I even say Sed Wilson because people want to hear that probably. Um, but, yeah. yeah, he's just surrounded by – he's in in uh, the point that was made um, is that he's not afraid to throw deep which we saw with Michael Gallup right. because he completed those long bombs, which ended up winning them the game, but he looked he, good. Yeah, it's it's not like it's it's just another backup. Like right. Andy Dalton has played professional. Like he has a career in the NFL, like as a starting quarterback his whole career mm-hmm. thus far. This is the first time he's been a backup. Mm-hmm. So That's a good backup to have. A really probably one of the best in the league. Best backup in the league. Right? Well, yeah, I don't even know who would who would even contest that position. No. I mean, I can't. I mean, the only ones that are coming to my mind are like rookies, and they haven't even seen the light of day yet. So it's right, like, right. Hmm. No, I, I, I think just relax, Dallas. Relax. That's a play out of our Green Bay Packers handbook. Just relax. Should be okay, and you'll probably win that I, division because all you need to win is six more games, and you win the East. So, <laughs> right, maybe two more. Uh, <laughs> that's what we're seeing. 
Yeah, it's it's kind of funny because I, I mean, after the the Dak uh, injury happened, <clears throat> just today I've been trying to trade Amari Cooper, and it's not so much that I think Amari Cooper is going to be absolute trash now that Dak is gone, because I think he's going to be fine. Do I think he's still a top ten receiver? Maybe, probably not. Mm-hmm. You know, top fifteen, I could still see that. I'm a little more comfortable seeing that, which. Again, it's not bad. You know, mm-hmm. same thing with CeeDee Lamb. He's almost top 10. You know, well, it, it's really interesting. Does he spread the ball out a little bit more? Do they still throw as much as, you know, they have? Mm-hmm. Are they going to rely more on Zeke? But, I mean, like we've been saying, any Dalton is no, you know. No pushover. Right. I mean, it's still going to be Dallas. <laughs> I should say they're going to be fine. They are they have a losing record. Well, they're not fine right now. Well, I know, but there's fine as they already are right you know i think they're going to be okay without dak like as, as sad as that is as sad as injury was you know on his mm-hmm. you know on his big uh big season where jerry jones you know prove it prove that's, it i mean i think that's what hurt the most like right is the whole story was just so like oh man did you see like when he got carted off the field yeah so, yeah that he's was crying i'm like he's not crying because of his ankle he's crying because he's feeling yeah. The whole situation that well, I, I'm thinking about. I think it says a lot, you know, to Jerry Jones and that whole coaching staff that, like, uh, Jason Garrett came across. Uh, I thought that you know, was cool. I that thought they, that was a really stand-up move he, by Garrett. Yeah, he came from the uh, Giants because he's now the offensive coordinator there. But the whole bench of the Dallas team, I mean, mm-hmm. totally emptied out. Oh, Everyone right. patting him, you know, on the shoulder. That's a and, good sign of a leader right there. Right, right. I think, you know, that that's a big uh, – big message in itself there um but yeah as we said i'm i've been trying to trade away uh amari cooper not again not because i think he's going to be trash not because i think any of those i i actually i'm a little more excited in michael gallup than i was when dak is there because it's like you we don't know how this is going to go now we've seen enough with dak that cd's the number two Mm -hmm. if something changes this makes me a little bit worried with Amari Cooper because it's like all of a sudden does Michael Gallup look better than any of them, you know, right. something like that. This is, it's a very interesting, you know, way to look at how is this going to go with a brand new quarterback. There. Right. I kind of compared to the Teddy Bridgewater situation, like TJ Moore uh, with Kyle Allen leading the team last year. It was TJ, the TJ Marshall, but this year you can kind of tell like the receiver that Bridgewater enjoys is Robbie Anderson. Right. So it's exactly. like now this new quarterback, Andy Dalton, being in there, it's like, is he going to like Gallup more? Yeah, we'll find out, you know. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, so uh, if you'd like Michael Gallup, I will trade him to you. Hey, hey, <laughs> if it's the right price, we'll we'll make a deal right here, right now. Yay. Running backs off the waiver wires. Um, how about, do you want, <laughs> should we rank? I have three guys here. Well, I like, the, I like it when you do the rank thing. Let's Should we rank them? Okay. Rank Alexander Madison, Philip Lindsay, Frank Gore. Okay. Now, are you talking? Frank Gore? What, is, what are you doing? <laughs> Le'Veon Bell is gone. Uh... <laughs> he's on the waiver wires. Not... Okay. I don't care if he's on the waiver <laughs> wires. I don't want anything to do with Frank Gore. I mean, okay. This well... is the reality in, okay. in people's fantasy Are we talking, about, are we talking about a long-term solution or a short-term? Both. This is this is you're on the waiver wire. Uh, to me... I look at this as, you know, Alexander Madison is number one. 
<laughs> is he is he though? Nah. Philip Lindsay is coming back. This backfield could still be split. We didn't really get a good look at what this this Denver offense looks like with both Melvin Gordon and Philip Lindsay. Plus, we had the bad Melvin Gordon news today about the DUI. Yeah. So I imagine there's going to be discipline. Yeah, we don't there. know the repercussions of that yet. Keep yep. your eyes open for that. We don't know about that yet, but I imagine there's going to be. So I imagine Philip Lindsay possibly starts against New England. Um, and then from there on forward, he could still be fantasy relevant. relevant. Yeah. Um, Maybe some receptions out of the backfield, stuff like that, that would benefit you in PPR. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, to me, I, I guess after saying that, I, I guess I, I guess let I got to go Philip Lindsay. Let me guess your order. Lindsay, Matson, and, uh, Gore. <laughs> no, Gore's first. You know, we wouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay, Lindsay, Matson, and, oh, sorry, Madison and Frank Gore. Yes. I'm going to say Matson. Um, but Madison's very interesting. I think, you know, in our league, I saw that your brother had added Madison, and I was actually annoyed by the ad because I was going to add him free agents after this was all done. And, of course, this stuff happened, and now everyone wants him everywhere. Mm-hmm. But I am th- I was thinking last week that I'm like, this is the time. I mean, now that we are seeing, you know, with all the injuries, this is the time to start grabbing those backups so you don't have to beat people on the waivers. Right. Um. But how, but how mad am I? I drafted him really late, held on to him four weeks, dropped him. My brother picks him up, and now I traded to get him back. You fool. I'm a fool. I should you just hold on to my garbage fool. while I have it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, how would you rank those three guys? I just did. Oh, did you? Yeah, I'm sorry. Lindsay, you went, oh, you're the same Madison, thing? And I don't even want to say Gore. I don't even know why you were... <laughs> He's the starting running back. I don't back. care who he is. I, I mean, I re- nothing but respect. The Frank reality, career, Kyle. I don't want your reality. The reality is somebody in fantasy football needs a running back right fine, now. Fine, fine. Yeah, Gore, number three, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's the order I'm going. And that's, like I said, not taking away from anything Frank Gore has done up until this point, but fantasy relevant, I do not care much for what Gore has been bringing to the table. Since he left the Colts like three years ago. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so, okay, but that's where I rank them. All right. And the wide receiver names, I think, are, I was going to say a little bit more. They are a lot more exciting this week. I think, uh, I think, I feel like, was it last week? It seemed like a better waiver wire for I'm running finding, backs. Mm, yeah. And this week yeah. feels like it's a lot better for wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chase Claypool, Travis Fulgram. Mike Williams, Brandon Cooks. Let's rank those four. Okay. You can go first this time. Um, let's see. That, that's actually good. I like I like Claypool, Williams, Fulgham, and then Cooks. Even though Cooks has got it already, you know, many years in the league and stuff, it's just I I haven't seen enough of what he has to offer. And I know that the injuries are still holding up Philadelphia. That's why I have. Fulgham ahead of him. Williams, I saw what he's about and just seeing how big he was. I'm like, if this yeah. dude can stay healthy, I right. think that's always know, been his problem. He's been in the league for quite a while, but it's right. just he's never healthy. And he's a monster deep ball thrower. I mean, deep ball receiver. And now he has somebody that can throw him the deep ball. Yeah. So it's like, that's why I like him there in, in Claypool. I didn't really notice how, how big of a cannon 
Yeah. Justin Herbert's but, you arm know, is. And it's like, I, I, I was way down on this guy uh, prior to this year. Because, I was too. I mean, I seen him in college uh, from Oregon against Wisconsin in their, in their championship game. I don't know if it was Rose Bowl or what it was. And he rushed for like three touchdowns. Only had like 90 yards passing or something crazy. I'm like, this guy isn't that great. And yeah. he comes to the NFL and he's just like, beast mode whether it's a good fit or you know his talent was a little bit hidden either way he was slow playing it okay so he got trapped more okay that maybe (laughs) (laughs) it's a good fit though um yeah i i like your i like your rank there i i would go chase claypool williams brandon cooks and okay i understand i just and like i said the only reason i had him ranked higher than cooks was because of that terrible receiving core yeah and in all honesty um tonight i'll be putting in waivers for claypool williams and cooks and i, I don't know about checking Fulham. to see what your waiver waiver position is because i've already got those three in um i'm above you imagine that <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah man uh yeah, I think that's all we really have on waivers. So I was kind of looking over tight ends and some others. And like, there's not a whole lot with uh, with tight ends here. Um, but yeah, wide receivers are are very interesting. We knew this was going to be a big wide we receiver knew. year, and it was. And I, I like that we did the three wide receiver set in our league because it kind of it kind of embraces the very thick receiving um, core of options that we have. Right in in fantasy realm this year, and it's actually it's actually a little more challenging because I never dealt with a three wide receiver um, slot for a fantasy team, and it's definitely keeping it exciting. That's for sure. Yeah, I like it a lot. Adds a lot of depth. Adds Johnny, a lot of depth to it. Johnny depth. All right, now we're going to introduce a new segment. Kyle, would you like to? Because this was. Your fantastic idea of a I segment. Do I think it's time? We've witnessed the growth of a lot of these players, and we feel that they are falling short of their expectations this year. Mm-hmm. So I think it's time to sit down. We need to talk. <laughs> so the name of the segment mm-hmm. is Sit Down. We need to talk. Would you just like introduce the per- first person you need to talk to, Adam? All right. Zach Ertz, we need to talk. Oh, Zach. Oh, Zach, you, you've been great. You know. Yeah. It's not me, it's you. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> you were going to use that. Took my <laughs> You let me start. You okay, let me my start. Bad, my bad. Dang it. Now I got to go back to the drawing board. Whatever. Okay, yeah, keep going. Dang it. That totally just popped in my head, too. It's perfect. I had it planned out since I pitched this idea to you. I'm like, I'm going to say this. It's funny. It's witty. But anyways, that's uh, a point. Go on. Zach is listening. Sorry, sorry. Zach Ertz, <laughs> we need to talk. You've been tight end fantastic for so long it's just it's it's over it's not working out it's not working out i just i don't know what else to say i mean in previous years it seems like thanksgiving it kind of starts to be your time right and then you're good so i don't know what to expect from you right now so and ironically adam gives you thanks for those times much like you've 
blessed us on Thanksgiving year in yeah. and year out. So I just, I don't know what to expect, but I need to win now. And you're not, you're not getting it done for me. Yes. I say it, so baby. I'm sorry, it. but it's over. Sorry. It's over. <laughs> but now I have to address somebody. Sit down. We need to talk. AJ. AJ Green. Oh, AJ. Can you hear me? Because I've heard you loud and clear. What's and he saying, Kyle? What he's saying is, I don't want to place the foosball anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched you grow. I've watched you stumble. I felt for you. When you hurt, I hurt. It's your child. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not right. But anyways, what I'm saying is, is that I had such big expectations for you this year. I went out on a limb for you, for us, to crush this season. And all you've done up until this point was made me look like a fool. Oh, no, don't, don't, don't cry. Yeah, that's right. Don't cry. It's You've been there for me for all those years in the past. But just now, I think we need to go our separate ways. And I think I just need to move on from you. Adam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it felt like you were talking to me. Oh, well, see, that's what I'm going for. You were for. looking right into my eyes and oh. you said, from you. <laughs> I was like, what? You <laughs> were so good, man. <laughs> okay, yeah, no. Adam, is there somebody you need to address now? Kenyon Drake, we need to talk. Oh, Kenyon. I feel bad because I just tried to trade for you last week. Mm -hmm. And the people declined my trades. They did? And I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> because you just don't look good right now. And that's very shallow of me. <laughs> and, and you might think that I'm just thinking of myself, but I am. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Oh, Canyon Drake. I see you got a touchdown this last week, and it's just not enough. I'm so happy for you. I see that you have the opportunity, but I just don't see the upside anymore. Or the opportunity for us. The opportunity for us. I'm sorry, Kenyon Drake. But unless I can get you really, really, really cheap, it's over. over. It's done. It's done. It's over. And my next guy, Rob Gronkowski, we need to talk. Rob. I, <laughs> you should have just stayed retired. You were so good at being retired. <laughs> because you know what you're not good at? It's fantasy football. <laughs> Well, I mean, maybe you have a team where you're actually ripping it up, but your stats <laughs> for my for fantasy, the blocking team for the blocking team, yeah, you came into this league. I mean, you had the you had the what, what am I looking for? The world by the tail? <laughs> is that a, is that a saying? <laughs> what what do you have by the tail? You had. Um, I will say the world by the tail. Anyway, <laughs> so you had the world by the tail. You come back. Out of retirement, you've got your old buddy there, Tom Brady, sitting there saying, hey, I'll take care of you. I'll take care of you. But you know what, Rob? You haven't taken care of me. And it's been way too long, way overdue. I put too much faith in you, and now I have to part ways with you. So I'm sorry, Rob, but I need to move on. 
right. In this oh, last man. one, this is uh, if you've listened to any of our previous episodes, you'll appreciate this. But Ravens running backs handcuff all of you. We need to talk. Sit down. We need to talk. Mark Ingram, J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards. I just, I just want one of you to be good. Just one. Just one. Not three. And none of you are good. Nope, zero. Because you're just all sharing. Just stop sharing. Sharing is not caring, guys. It's not caring for fantasy football. Nobody's caring about what's going on now. <sighs> Two of you are are on a lot of teams right now. Mm-hmm. And one of you is on, on free agents because you're the worst of all three. But if you got it all by yourself, you'd be the best guy here. <laughs> I'm sorry. Ravens running backs, but I think it's over. So sad. So sad. (laughs) And my guy, my last guy, Frank Gore. I think we need to talk. (laughs) (laughs) On the waiver ads this week. (laughs) Uh, Ironically, on the waiver ads, but okay, I'm not buying into this. Okay. And I have explained to Adam that get Frank Gore off of there. He hasn't been fantasy relevant in years. And I'm just, okay, Frank, okay, yeah, okay. I know your son's playing in college right now, but it's like you can retire so he can come in and it'd be like Frank Gore never left. <laughs> but it's like, dude, I get it. I appreciate all your accomplishment. I'm losing. I don't mean to be so harsh with you, Frank. I need to dial it down a little bit. I'm sorry for yelling, but you deserve it. I just don't think it's going to work out in a fantasy aspect for us anymore. So, Frank, thank you for your time. Thank you for all you've done for me in years past. Not Frank Gore. But I have to let Frank Gore go. No. He's gone already. <laughs> Door slammed. Thanks, Adam Gase. Goodbye, Adam Gase soon. <laughs> Adam Gase, we need to talk. Adam Gase, we do. You suck. Get out of here, Adam Gase. I feel so bad. You know what? And it's like his kids are probably like listening to this podcast and they're just like, Daddy, Dad, you suck. <laughs> where, where did you hear that from? Well, the fantasy football podcast, man. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, it's over. It's over, Adam Gates. It's over. Yes. If not now, in a couple weeks, you might as well just quit. Quitting would be probably the more uh, honorable thing to do at this probably. point. Probably. I mean, probably not. But does I mean? I imagine he never gets a. F- uh, head coach job in NFL. I don't know. Probably ever got, again. I don't know how he got this one. Oh, off the tail coats of Peyton Manning. Oh, Peyton. Um, yeah. Yeah. But offense coordinator position, you know, any kind of, I'm sure he'll get a coaching job. Yeah. Maybe in the college, whatever. Realm. But, uh, so just, this, just, just, I Okay, we need we need to come back. Okay, we're losing it. We're getting too focused on it. <sighs> we should make a different episode. It's for- over. It's over. It's over. Goodbye. Okay, so before the <laughs> <laughs> for the week six previews, Kyle, I was like I said, I've been listening to the our preseason uh, episodes. I remember we asked our listeners to update us on uh, on what our bets were. Right. And since nobody did, I decided to do it myself. Oh, good. Thank would you. Would you like to know I would how our bets are going? My memory, not so good. 
Bet number one, Josh Jacobs was who I picked, who you picked, Nick Chubb. Okay, for what? <laughs> uh, whoever f- would finish better. Okay, that's whoever, not fair, though. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but there's a lot of season left. Yes. Uh, right now, Josh Jacobs is the running back six. Nick Chubb, again, barring the injury, uh, or he has injury, uh, is running back number 20. I feel very confident about that bet. Okay. Um, this There's two two that were really close. Okay. Um, one of them I had bet on our quarterback episode because I think you had Dak Prescott at quarterback 17, and I had Dak Prescott at quarterback 3. Yep. I said, barring injury, I would bet you that Dak Prescott was a top five quarterback. Right now, before he misses any more of the season, do you know where Dak Prescott is right now? Uh, I believe that would be in El Dos spot. No. <laughs> I wish. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> that would make this so much better. Oh, okay. He is the quarterback number four. Oh, I believe he definitely would have finished inside the top five. I'm I'm bummed out. I did say, you know, barring injury. injury. Yes, let's put a whole bunch of uh, Uh, like little caution signs on this situation. Like he would have done it. This happens, then um, he would have done it too if he would stayed healthy. Well, if the Packers won the Super Bowl, that means they're the champions. I can't. You can't do that. Come on, come on. I don't even know what you just said. I don't know. know. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And this one is really, really, really close. We took bets. (laughs) We were both wrong about the Miami running back situation. Why? Who did we say? (laughs) Matt Breida? You went with Matt Breida. I went with Jordan Howard. How did that work out for (laughs) Miles Gaskin? Can you guess how close these guys are? To what? To in Zero? fantasy rankings, in fantasy rankings. Um, I'm guessing Jordan Howard is a 78 and Matt Breida is a negative 200. <laughs> Jordan Howard is the running back number 53. What did I say? Uh, 70 something. I thought it was 50 something. Matt Breida is the running back 52. How many running backs are there? Fifty-two? Because I, I haven't don't even know. heard his name at all. I should have. I should have checked. I think I did this on on the podcast league, so that's half PPR. So I wonder how big a difference that makes. Oh, full yeah. PPR versus half PPR. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I was like, when I looked that one up, I was like, "There's no way they're one apart." I'm like, "Oh, because I really, I, I didn't even know Matt Breida played in a game yet." Well, me either. That's why I'm saying. That's why he said he was like negative 200. (laughs) To see that he was ranked higher than Jordan Howard, who got goal line touches, I was like, Yeah, and he scored touchdowns. Uh, Wow. Wow. I I didn't even, well, good to know. The more you know, learning experience on this show. So, yeah, there's some some of our bet updates. I thought we were going to do some more bets, but we never did. No. Whatever. No big deal. Put our bets aside and we focused on you, the listeners. That's all we do. All right, let's get into week six previews. Previews. Um, yeah. Uh, the one thing, the Thursday night game. Uh, I don't really know why. I think it was COVID related, but um, the original Thursday night game was supposed to be the Chiefs at the Bills. Chiefs game got moved. Uh, Chiefs Bills game got moved to Monday night, so that's still going to be on your Amazon Prime. All that 
junk, whatever. Not a sponsor, but if Amazon Prime does want to throw us some sweet ching or some oh, yeah. recording equipment that, you know, that would be pretty, That'd be cool. Epic. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. I mean, we order enough through Amazon Prime. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And yeah, we should just buy In fact, we're going to stop it. talking about you until you sponsor. I will never talk about Amazon again. Ever. After Amazon this Prime. Point. Ever. Ever until you give me money. <laughs> I've given you a lot. Okay, so no Thursday night game. It's a little bit of a bummer. What am um, I going to do with my Thursday night? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'll go to sleep. Sunday, uh, starting at noon, the 4-1 Browns at the 4-0 Steelers. Ooh, Steelers tough defense. I feel like you need to be careful who you're starting on the Browns. I right. feel like you can be very confident with Kareem Hunt. Right. You know, he's going to be in your lineup. He should be in your lineup each and every week. He's top 10 running back now without Nick Chubb. I think even after Nick Chubb comes back, I'm sold that Kareem Hunt should be in your lineup each and every week. Okay. So um outside of cream hunt obj uh if you have to you can start him um jarvis landry uh we've been seeing a little bit more of uh austin hoopa austin hoopa yeah a little bit more super hoopa than yeah, super once we hoopa. Talk smack about him now he's all of a sudden wait a minute guys wait. Had 10 targets last week You're right i know it's like uh it's, yeah it's maybe... interesting me yeah, we're talking about Hayden. Me. It's we're talking about Hayden Hurst and how uh, I think that that was off the podcast. Maybe. We're talking about we both have Hayden Hurst in different leagues, and mm-hmm. we're very frustrated. Muy frustrated. So, um, yeah, Hayden, Hayden Hurst, uh, Super Hoopa is is interesting here. Next time we're gonna break up with him. We might have yeah, to. Yeah, he's gonna have to sit on and talk to us. Be warned. Austin Hooper. Pittsburgh, start your wide receivers. Yeah. Oh, man. Deontay Johnson's been frustrating because he keeps getting injured. Mm -hmm. Uh, If he can just get healthy, man, just. Yeah. Juju has been. Very not number one-esque. Yeah. I'm thinking. I'm thinking Claypool and um, not Deontay are going to eventually take over that receiving core. I mean, at, at this point, it feels weird to talk about it's. I mean, week six. Uh, this is the last year on Juju Smith. Is it really? Yeah. I thought he just signed like a monster one with after Antonio left, but I suppose that's been how many years now already? No, I think this is still his rookie contract. Oh, okay. I thought they threw a bunch of money at him because they're like, nope, you're our guy. Well, that's crazy. I, is it? No, I think you might be right on this because, yeah, and I, I would not be surprised if they part ways with him. I mean. After this big Claypool game. Yeah. Mr. Claypool. Yeah. Um, so if you are adding Chase Claypool, are you comfortable starting him here right away? Uh, no. No? I need to see what he does this week. Um, I like I like his uh, upside. I like his uh, home run ability. Um, if it came down to like him or uh, McCall Hardman, I'd probably go Hardman just because of the Sammy Watkins injury. Because um, they both have that same tendency tendency of being a home run hitter, so okay. I, I kind of go like that. If that puts him in some kind of a ranking for you, how I feel about him at this moment, sure. You know, um, if I can, you know, continue to see back to back performances like that, then yeah, 
right? No, no, yeah, absolutely. Yep. But by that time, I won't have him because he'll already be on a different team. So. <laughs> you would have traded him away. Probably. You fool. Yeah. The four and one poser bears at the three and two Panthers. I shouldn't say that. They beat Tampa Bay last week. I don't want to say they're for real, but Tampa Bay, they're not they're not bad. So the Bears legitimately beat Tampa Bay last week. Right. So um I believe maybe possibly posers no more. No, no posing. Yeah, the four and one bears at the three and two Panthers. Uh interesting game, good game. I feel like you can start just about everyone that you have, uh probably on both sides. Uh well, I shouldn't say that. Um, outside of, um, on the bears, Allen Robinson, Allen Robinson, Montgomery, any receivers. Um, cause if you have Jimmy Graham, it's a good possibility that he's your tight end, you know, right. you're, you're starting him. Um, Montgomery, you're comfortable with, uh, Allen Robinson, but any, any other receivers there in deeper leagues, maybe Miller, but otherwise that'd be the only case. Otherwise those are the main three that I'm looking at. Is the ones you just listed off? Yeah. Uh, Panthers, um, you're starting Davis. You're starting Davis. Uh, Anderson. Anderson, based on the targets that he's seeing. With Moore, had a little better game last week. He's looking up. The big game, or yeah, it was kind of off a touchdown. Um, I don't want to say Moore is going to be touchdown dependent, but he might just be because he's been looked. He's looked. Little, not so good. No. Is that hasn't been getting the targets, but if he scores touchdowns, it's obviously a little bit better. Right. Bears defense is um, uh, they're pretty good. I mean, they're decent, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like they've been tougher um, on receivers and quarterbacks than they have running Agreed. backs. Agreed. Uh, okay. The one and three Broncos at the two and two Patriots. Again, we talked, you know, this game is supposed to be played last week. Both these teams are coming off a bye. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Patriots, I don't, they did shut down their facility at some point last week. I don't, I didn't see any news that they, they opened. It's still possible that they did just because I didn't hear it doesn't mean that they didn't. Um, but uh, Cam Newton's practicing. So that's good news that they probably opened. It's, mm-hmm. They opened. Let's just go with that. Um, Cam Newton's back. I uh, feel like that change changes a lot. Uh, Cam Newton is back. Melvin Gordon is possibly not in this game due to the DUI. You don't want to, I mean, linger on that too much, but it right. is something we need to talk about. Yep. I mean, would you would you go ahead and plug Lindsay in on here? I, depend, I, I would wait to see. I would wait to see what actually happens. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it, what the NFL kind of seems to do is is until they have all the facts, until, you know, it is decided that, you know, he's guilty or, you know, I don't know how you are not guilty, no. whatever, with this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, that's kind of how the NFL normally is. And obviously it's, you know, if it's going to be a team decision, whether he's, you know, going to, sit the bench for a week or two or the NFL actually suspends him for a couple weeks. Um, I would definitely wait and see what that looks like. Um, so, I mean, really honestly, anybody on the Broncos that you're excited about, I believe no offense still out. 
if uh Stefan Gilmore is still like uh oh because of COVID. Right. Yeah, that's the interesting thing. Your Judy and your Patrick there. Yeah, that's the interesting thing. If if uh Gilmore's still out, I do think the wide receivers are a decent play here. I think they're interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh on the Patriots side of the ball, uh Broncos have been tough against the running backs and a little bit easier on the receivers. So this makes it interesting with Cam Newton, uh Julian Edelman, Nikhil Harry. Um, not that they're super great, but uh, against a little bit easier passing defense, I think it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one and four Texans at the four and O Titans. After that game last week, uh, Titans look real. Titans do look real because I expected the the Buffalo game to be a back and forth game and it did ex- kind of one-sided yeah. i expected the bills to kind of blow the titans away because the titans we're haven't practiced for the, two weeks i know and we're sitting here talking about the titans are undefeated right now right i did not think this would be the conversation we'd be having right now yeah and uh titans last week got aj brown back we seen how big oh, that yeah, was that was big impact right off the get-go um yeah texans with a new coach against the titans um I think you can feel comfortable starting the Titans that you have here. Ryan Tannehill. Um, it's crazy to think that Ryan Tannehill is still like a streaming option. Right, right. I mean, his numbers are very good. Very good. Yeah, yeah I think he's uh, he's someone that you could have in your lineup. Right, so if you had the Dak Pres- Prescott injury, give him a look. Maybe he's sitting out there in your free agency and yeah. come and grab. Um. Yeah, as far as the Texans, we talked about Brandon Cooks. Any interest there? Uh, yes, uh, Cooks and uh, Fuller in, interest me in this game because I do think they are going to get behind early, and I think David Johnson's going to be not really a factor. Maybe some receptions out of the backfield, but I think they're going to be playing from behind and they're going to air the ball out a little bit. Right. Cut the Sean loose. Hopefully get some goal line touches or an early touchdown, something like that, but I yeah. agree with you. Uh yeah, and, and again, looking at the Titans last week, they have a pretty decent defense. Um, yeah, okay. The four and one Ravens at the one three and one Eagles. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> yeah. Um, absolutely any Eagles outside of Miles Sanders. Um, outside of Miles Sanders, no, because uh, we saw. I mean. Although, you know, Carson Wentz is not Joe Burrows, we saw what Baltimore did to that receiving core. And um, I, I I, mean, I know people are going to be big on uh, Fulcom, you know, right off the get-go, get him off the waivers. They're excited to plug him in. I don't think Bad this is his decision. game, Teddy Bear. Yeah. So. Yeah. And again, uh, I don't have any uh, news injury updates on uh, DJX or Alshon. They say um, Alshon's practicing, but he's not. It's just not game ready. Okay. Come on here. So even worse news. <laughs> uh on the Ravens side, um Your usual starts. Mark Andrews. Um uh Hollywood Brown found the end zone finally. So it's like and you know what we just talked about how uh I don't like any of the Ravens backfield. This seems like it, it could be a game where they actually use one or all of them which mm-hmm. is the it's i really <laughs> like the ravens like if you could just grab a backfield the ravens are a great one to have it's just you can't grab a whole backfield no. 
you got to grab one piece of it and it sucks so bad when it's so inconsistent that you can't you know well right and fun fact uh one is the loneliest number <sighs> that did you ever know I don't even know how, if that's supposed to be deep or what. <laughs> it's, it's a song. <laughs> oh. Okay, look it up. <laughs> um, the one in four Washington football team at the zero and five Giants. This is a goal. Oh wow! This yeah, is... this is kind of a dark horse. Wow! Game. <laughs> I was not expecting that. Kyle's I'm fantasy gold game of the all. week. I'm seeing. Your Antonio Gibson, your McLaurin, your Freeman, your Slayton, your everybody. Everybody goes, everybody plays, everybody wins. I think it's going to be a higher scoring affair than what we've seen out of Washington football team lately. I picture something. I feel like it's those the four, isn't it? What's that? <laughs> I feel like it's those four. No, it's everybody. Everybody. <laughs> this is my golden game. Mark I... my words, they're going to be in the 30s. They are going to, it's going to be a good game. I was going to say, you might even be interested in playing the defense this year. Logan Thomas also, yeah. Yeah, go for it. Play the defense. <laughs> but that is my golden game of the week, and I knew it would surprise you. Wow. Yeah, that really surprised me. Whoa. Really, really surprised me. Surprised the listeners. Their mouths are open. Uh, the 0-5 Falcons at the 1-4 and Vikings. Uh, yeah, I was going to – I mean, right when you push that button, I looked at this next lineup. But then I'm like, the Falcons just, yeah, it's they haven't looked good. I just good. don't even know. But it's like you know, new head coach. Maybe this will be quite a game. You never know. It could be. Yeah. Um, it's like I think they actually liked Quinn. You know, it's not like Houston I think so coach too. Where they, they didn't really like get him out of here. Well, you know, it's like I think they actually liked yeah. Quinn. They just couldn't win. Well, and I think the thing last year was they definitely had every every basically right to fire Dan Quinn last year mm -hmm. uh, after the season was done and they didn't because I think the team had faith in him. The owner had faith in him, but it, honestly, like I said over and over after in that Packer game, it, it looked like they just gave up. And I think after that, it just, it looks like they didn't even know what they were playing for at this point. You know, it's sad to see in, in such a, and honestly, I feel like it's such a talented team. Well, right. Uh, it's just sad to see, especially because it's one of my favorite teams. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, you're starting a lot of people here. Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen. Heck, maybe even Kirk Cousins in this one. Yeah, Alexander Matson. Yep. Um, on the Falcons side, Matt Ryan's been really, really frustrating. Really, really. Um, Julio Jones, we don't know if he's going to be back. All signs point to no. Yeah. Yeah. So. Calvin Ridley. Calvin. I, I feel like you kind of have to. Oh, right. Like, it's really hard to take him out of your lineup, even though he's put up a couple bad games. He's still real good. Uh, Russell Gage. No. No? Mm -mm. I think that's kind of over. I think we've seen. I think people have figured him out. I, that's. I just think, yeah, no. It's so crazy to think that a couple games without Julio, you would think that everyone would step up in this this mm -hmm. passing team would be, I don't say just as good, but you know, obviously a big, you know, star like Julio being out, you don't expect him to be fantastic, but right. you'd still expect him to 
be okay because Russell Gage has looked good. Hayden Hurst has looked, you know, good. And right. it's like, why is it without Julio Jones, this team is, you know, high school ball, you know, right, <laughs> it's, exactly. it's sad to see, but uh, yeah. Um, anyway, the one and three lions at the one and four Jaguars. Uh, this one's pretty interesting. I like a lot of pieces here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're starting who in this Lions backfield? In the Lions backfield, I'm gonna call on Swift for this one. Swift, I think Swift's gonna have a game. Okay, yeah, I could see that. Lions or Jaguars win this one? Jaguars. Really? Yeah, I think I think maybe they're gonna have a bounce back game. Um. I feel like I gotta side with Matthew Stafford here. It's in Jacksonville. I mean, you can you can can side with whomever you want. I'm gonna side with Matthew Stafford. (laughs) Do it. (laughs) Uh, On the Jaguars side, uh, in the receivers, uh, the rookie Lavisca Chenault. Uh, has been looking really good. DJ Chark, uh, possibly coming off of that injury, could be playing this week. If he doesn't, uh, I think LaVisca Chenault is the guy to start. Mm-hmm. Um, who's the other guy there? Cole. Cole. Keenan uh, Cole. Keenan Cole. Um, the game that we've seen without DJ Chark, Keenan Cole's been not great. Right. Seems like he's better with Chark on the field, mm-hmm. unless I'm missing something. Um, missing. As far as the Lions, um, I think you can start Matthew Stafford here. Um uh, how about Marvin? No, I gave Marvin up on him. Jones. I gave, gave up, up on him. I gave up on him. <sighs> no, no. I mean, he's going gonna to have a breakout game. game. Yeah, and this will be his game, giving people hope. But it's like I just, mm. I mean, if you're going to use him, this would probably be the week to use him. I'll give you that. And that's been our hot, hot spot there. Mm-hmm. Whenever we say that, oh yeah, guys, uh... congratulations, Marvin Jones. You can have a game. <laughs> Uh, all right. Um, we'll finish up the morning games. We'll do the one, three, and one Bengals at the three and two Colts. Yeah. Um, I think the Bengals you're interested outside of Joe Mixon. Um, gets a tough Colts defense. I don't know. It's, you know what? And my, my gut saying T Higgins. I don't know why it's saying that. Okay. How about the Colts side of the ball? Jonathan Taylor, never Phillip Rivers. Mm, that that offense. I mean, I'm a Colts fan, but I just that offense really, really frustrates me. All right, in the afternoon Sunday games, the 0 and 5 Jets at the 2 and 3 Dolphins. Uh, Jameson Crowder is now the only fantasy relevant Jets player for the rest of the season, and Frank Gore. He's going to be a top 10 running back. Uh, (laughs) He's not. That is a joke. Don't take my word. (laughs) Oh, yeah. What if somebody's phone died as soon as you said that? Now they're going to start playing gore. Great. That's why you can't make jokes like that, Adam. I'll never do it again. Ever. On the Dolphins side. um, Fitzmagic. Fitzmagic. uh, Miles Gaskin. And Devontae Parker is going to be my start of the week. Market stamp it start of the week against the Jets. I feel like it's I feel like it's kind of an easy one. Uh, Fitz Fitzpatrick is 
I really hope he just destroys this Jets team. Just so you know, two out of the three people you've picked at starts of the week have been against the Jets. I'd like to point that out. Oh, really? Melvin Gordon. That against was the Jets. Against the Jets. And now you're picking uh, Devontae Parker against oh, yeah. the Jets. I'm starting to see a pattern here. Starting to see a pattern. <laughs> well, I mean, last week I took Justin Jefferson against Seattle, which I thought was a toss-up well, you thought or played a, the Jets. easy one. And uh, I thought, why not go back to the Jets? Okay, okay, so okay, yeah, I see that. I like it. Yeah, mine, mine was DJ Chark last week, and we all know how that well, how that went. And I think we failed our listeners, and we apologize immensely. But we're gonna bounce back this week. I kind of. <laughs> I should say when I when I do a start of the week, I want to pick somebody that you have on your bench that's not always in your starting lineup that you can have a little confidence in. Devontae Parker, I feel like is one of those guys. I was gonna say Miles Gaskin, uh, but is at this point is he in your lineup every week or is he kind of a? If I had him, yes, he would be. Only reason being is because of the amount of touches and looks he's seeing. Right. With that kind of volume, it's like you kind of got to do it. Yeah, and I feel like this week especially, if if I didn't think that way, I think he would be one of my starts of the week as well. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. The 4-0 Packers at the 3-2 and Buccaneers. Man, this should be a good one. That's going to be a good one. Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady. This is, is going to be a good one. Uh, Devontae Adams is back this week. He's back in your lineup as well. Yep. Aaron Rodgers is in your lineup. Uh, Aaron Jones is in your lineup. Uh, on the Buccaneers side of the ball, someone in the backfield is, should be in your lineup. We don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, whose week is it? Isn't it? I think they. It's got to be. I, I think Fournette. they're kind of steering away from that. I think they're just going to go straight up Ronald Jones. It looks like from now on. Really? I think because Fournette's just, Fournette's been hurt the last couple last weeks. Last week he had a carry. Oh, he, did he, he really? He was supposed to be hurt, and he like they had him out there, and then they took him right back out, and they threw on out. But you know what that means? It's Fournette's week this week. Yeah. No. <laughs> Ronald Jones put up the hundo, so I don't know. Uh, could I interest you in a Le'Veon Bell for the Buccaneers this week? Ooh. Ooh. Wouldn't that be cool if you called that? That would be cool. I've will, been, I've been clear, doing decent on that lately. He will clear waivers, I believe, on Saturday in the NFL. Oh, world. then he definitely so, won't play anywhere Yeah, but he'd Sunday. still get picked up, though. Maybe, 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 up, maybe we'll see. We'll start. see. We'll let you know as we know. Yeah. Uh, on the Buccaneers side, um, I believe Chris Godwin is back this week. Uh, let's go straight into your lineup here. Mm. I believe he's back this week. He is back this week. Um, yes, because they are going to be playing from behind. Uh, yeah. Well, that's one that you're going to want to keep an eye on because a lot of this hamstring stuff, a lot of these guys have been taking the extra week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just keep an eye on. He should be back this week. That doesn't mean he's going to play. So just keep an eye on that. Uh, if not, Mike Evans should be uh, in your lineup. Uh, how about Scotty Miller after a <laughs> goose egg last week? Uh, Scotty Miller. No, no, no. With Godwin coming back and Mike Evans don't be there. No. Who, who is the tight end that actually... Did something for the Buccaneers last week. You're talking about Cameron Brait? I don't think it was Brait. I think it was a different tight end because Ooh. I think we called Cameron Brait, but then I think it was a uh, different tight end. Oh, I don't know. Shoot, I wish we would look that up. I will look it up. Oh, okay. You'll look it up. Okay. Um, I will go to the Sunday night game, the 4-1 and one Rams at the 2-3 and three 
49ers. Um, Rams defense don't look super dangerous anymore. Their offense doesn't look super great either. Uh, the Rams defense uh, looks solid. Aaron, I should say Aaron Donald looks solid. Um, was it Tanner Hudson? It could have been. Must have been. What was his stat line? If you got it up. Uh, nope, that's definitely not Tanner Hudson. <laughs> <laughs> One reception, nine yards. I feel like there was a, a tight end that got a touchdown last week. Mm. Okay, continue your talking. I will continue to look. Look in the... Uh, um. Oh, hold on. I think I could pull it up here. Mm. Anyway, Aaron Donald. Um, if I mean, from what we've seen last week with Jimmy Garoppolo and uh, Aaron Donald here, is it... <laughs> I don't know. It's 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 interesting. It's uh I don't know. I'm you're starting uh Raheem Mostert. At this point we don't know about Jared McKinnon. We don't know what Tevin Coleman is gonna look like again. We talked about that. Right. Uh Debo Samuel is probably the only well yeah. Well, he's constantly every week he, they keep on giving him more and more. So yep. and uh, just gonna cut him loose. Brandon Ayuk, I guess, is interesting. Mm. Someone on this 49ers offense uh, outside of George Kittle, I think, has to do something this All right, week. Right. Um. So you can't rely just on a tight end to, <laughs> you know, yeah. hold a W. And on the Rams side, uh, you're starting. You know, you're basically both the receivers. Robert Woods, and you're starting at this point. Are you starting Higby? Are you? You're not Everett over Higby. I will. I I I put my I again Everett more than Higby right now. Again, this is this is a hard thing with tight ends. Is Hmm. they have bad weeks and they have good weeks. It's just the tight end position. It's so hard to guess who's going to be good, who's going to be bad outside of uh, George Kittle. Darren Waller mm-hmm. at this point, uh, John o. Smith and Travis Kelsey. Right. Outside of those four guys, the league is so hard to guess who's going to have a good week. Well, it's right, just, because some of these teams have two-headed monsters at tight end. Now right. we always refer to it at running backs, but now, uh, you know, this uh, Everett and um, Higby, it's like, well, it seems like Everett seems to be more of the receiving tight end and uh, Higby seems to be more of a blocking tight end. Yeah, it's uh, with... With tight ends, it's it's like you basically got to pick a guy and he's in your lineup because he's going to have good weeks and he's going to have bad weeks, but you can't guess what's going to be what. Correct. So it's tough. Um, yeah, that's the Sunday night matchup. On Monday night, uh, the Chiefs, the 4-1 Chiefs at the 4-1 Bills. This, again, should be a pretty good one. And this is where my start of the week, Clyde's, Clyde Edwards Hilaire sits. I know you think it's a softball, softball, but he hasn't been living up to the hype. And I'm thinking that this is his week where he just boom, multi touchdown game. Cameron Brait did have five receptions, for 44 yards or something. Rob Gronkowski had three for 52. Ooh. Hmm. Hmm. Don't yeah. start either one of them. No. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I was fringe McCole Hardman start of the week. Oh, and that I would have respected that more yeah. than your safe jets one. 
Um, but yeah, no, I think with Sammy Watkins being out because of get you guessed it, hamstring, hamstring injuries. Um, yeah, I think you're going to see an uptick for Hardman in this one. Yeah. Uh, chiefs. I mean, again, I feel like every time we talk about the chiefs, we go Sammy Watkins or McCall Hardman. And we talk a little bit about it At this point. Sammy Watkins is out. So if you like McCall Hardman, mm-hmm. you can go ahead and throw him in there. Do it. On the Bills side, uh, outside of the obvious guys that you're starting, uh, if John Brown is back this week, are you interested here? Chiefs have a pretty good pass defense. Am I interested in John Brown this week? Yeah. For show. For show. I'm getting that for show. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking so. I, I think because John Brown up until his injury was showing that he's, you know, a weapon there. So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was really good last year. He was kind of the number one last year for mm-hmm. uh, Josh Allen. And, uh, you know, he he's the number two in a really good, you know, passing offense right, right now. Uh, any interest in Devin Singletary? Uh, no, not this week. Yeah, it's it's been tough. It has been tough. He had a couple good weeks. Uh, well, maybe one week. Without Zach Moss, I think Zach Moss was uh, injured. Mm-hmm. Devin Singletary has been probably one of the more frustrating guys that people have had. Right, right. Uh, the three and two Cardinals at the two and three Cowboys. This looks like a good, good matchup too. Uh, the Cardinals, you're starting, <laughs> I was going to say you're three guys, but there's only really two guys that you're starting every week. Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins. Yep. And then I want to say Kenyon Drake. I know. It's it's really tough. It's he. Yeah, it's tough. Mm -hmm. Chase Chase Edmonds. I got him on my bench. I you're probably not starting him, but it is a uh, bench stash. It is. See what happens because because he's getting more of the receiving targets than Kenyon Drake. He looked better than Kenyon Drake last week. He did. He did. So, yeah, it's one of those ones where you just kind of got to wait it out if you got the availability on your bench to be able to do so. On the Cowboys side, we already talked about Andy Dalton. We talked about all the the passing weapons there. Um, You're still confident playing Amari Cooper, uh, uh, CeeDee Lamb. With the bye week starting to take effect, I'm thinking you're going to have to leave them in your lineup. You know what I'm saying? It's it's one of those things where like, I'd love to wait and see. Would love to wait and see uh, Andy Dalton's tendencies and whatnot, but you mm-hmm. kind of got to, I'm sure, have to have those guys in there because you drafted them to be you know, right. in there quite a bit. And Zeke's not leaving your lineup. No, um, no, no. How about the tight end there? Sorry, I forget his name. Uh, Dalton Schultz. Yeah. Again, it's a tight end position. Uh, this I, is you know I, this, I could see you go with them because I mean yeah. look at how Tyler uh, Eifert did in Cincinnati underneath right. Andy Dolan. That made his career. You know that made Eifert be desirable. He's not doing much in Jacksonville right now, but people still remember what he was in Cincinnati. Right. And and like we said, we we don't know what Andy Dalton is you know exactly going to do with this offense. So right. I. Th- think if you bench him and he goes off because it's possible mm-hmm. where you know it's it again it, tight ends are so hard to predict mm-hmm. uh so i guess if i have them and you know if you don't want to pick anybody up i'd be absolutely fine just leaving them in there right 
All right, and that is all of week six, all the matchups. Um, a lot of good ones on here. Uh, yeah. Let's go to the starts and sits of the week. First questions I have actually is not of the week. It is rest of season. Ooh. Who would you rather have at quarterback? Rest of season, Cam Newton or Big Ben Roethlisberger? Hmm. Oh, Big Ben. Big Ben for sure. Um, with the with the rising of that receiving core, I think that Big Ben is going to have a better season overall, especially for the rest of the season, um, than what Cam Newton will. I actually 100% agree with you right there. Well, yeah, you do because, yeah, I'm smart. <laughs> you are smart. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to the start sit of the week. Uh, how about Alexander Madison versus Atlanta? This is obviously if Dalvin Cook is sitting. Or Antonio Gibson versus the New York Giants. See, and that is a super, super tough one. Because Antonio Gibson was supposed to have a big, 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 big breakout game last game, and he only got attention for the first quarter of the game, and then all of a sudden he played David Copperfield and was a disappearing act. So kind of lost a little bit of trust in that situation. And uh, Madison is... uh, He's going to be treated like Cook. If Cook's not going, he's going to be technically Delvin Cook, and I think he's going to be utilized as such. And this is why you picked up Alexander Madison was for this reason, was for this one week, because this is the only shot you're going to get with him unless Delvin Cook goes down with another injury in the future. But I would have to go with Madison in this week. Yeah, I kind of have to agree with you there. Because I talked you into it. Most Well, yeah, honestly, honestly, I I was going to go with Gibson, but to, the, to your point, you picked him up for this week. Mm-hmm. And it would be silly to pick him up for this week mm-hmm. and not start him. Right. Uh, yeah, I'm all in on Madison. But if you can one. shop Madison to the Delvin Cook owner as a handcuff that they should have gotten at the beginning of the season, you go ahead and see if you can capitalize on that. How about Debo Samuel versus the L.A. Rams? No, that's not right. Oh, yeah, that is. Yeah, it is. Debo Samuel versus the L.A. Rams or Jerry Judy versus New England. Ooh. Ooh, Jerry Judy. Ooh. Can we disagree? I'm not sure yet. Okay, well, because Jerry Judy. <laughs> convince think, me. Okay, I'll convince you. With Drew Locke coming back, you got a more polished quarterback than the freak show that we've been seeing over there where you don't, <laughs> you don't know what's going on so you're it's like, so offensive today well I, i'm very forward i've been listening to a lot of forward radio and i want to speak to my listeners and be like this is what's going on but um with that uh messed up uh uh secondary of new england because of covid i think the receivers are going to have a day there um so that's why i'm going to say uh, Judy in this situation and Debo Samuel I believe is still working his way up to snuff and uh, he's going to be covered by Ramsey so mm-hmm. it's like that's that is the only thing I have against Debo I really think uh, with Debo Samuel they need him this week to get a win I feel like it and it's going to show mm-hmm. I feel like they're going to be forcing the ball into George Kittle and Debo Samuel and Raheem Mostert's hands mm-hmm. because against this uh, Rams defense they need their stars to uh to shine here. Oh, shine. Uh so shine. I'm gonna go against you for the sake of uh competition. 
and I'm going to go Debo Samuel. That's a lame reason to go against my very valid point, but I will let you do it. All right. And now we have a three uh, three guys here. This was messaged in as a sitter start. He has to sit one of them. Sit one. Uh, Higgins versus Indianapolis. John Brown versus Kansas City. Or DJ Chark versus Detroit. If DJ Chark is a goal, I'm saying leave him in the lineup. And then Higgins would be the guy out. It's it's a big question mark. If John Brown's going to go, DJ Chark's going to go, those are your two guys you're going with. T. Higgins will be benched. If, in fact, one of those other guys are not going to you know, be able to go, then that's your answer right there. I will not be using right. one of those two that can't go. Yeah, that's a, that's pretty easy way to go about it. I would agree with you. If both of them are good to go, I would go that direction. Uh, yeah, T. Higgins against tough Indianapolis defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'll agree with you there. Yes. All right. Uh, for this week, only Cam Newton versus Denver or Fitzpatrick versus the New York Jets. Mm. I'll go first this time for okay, good. magic. There yeah, there we go. Okay, then that's who I was thinking too. But I'll <laughs> let you pretend to like have to tell me why, Adam. Why would you pick Fitzmagic uh, over it's the Cam Jets. Newton? There it is. That's um, the only excuse you really need. You don't have to explain it any further. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and my only other thing is it's Cam Cam Newton's going against Denver. Uh, they have a pretty pretty decent run defense. Mm-hmm. A little bit easier uh, pass off or pass defense. Uh, but Cam Newton, the New England Patriots feel like they're just lacking the weapons. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not so confident in in the passing here. But again. Kim looked good. I think he had 400 yards that second week. Was it the second week or the third week? That was the week after I called him a game manager. So the second week he had that. He had three something, 376 oh, three, or something like four. that. Yeah. Yeah. But I'll stick with the safe side and I'll go Fitzpatrick. There you go. Play it safe. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. All right. And that is all we have for you today. Hopefully you enjoyed this podcast. We know you did. <laughs> <laughs> Off the rails. Kyle's yeah. episode. Okay. Yeah. This was my episode. And I'm sorry. I will, I will know my role from here on out. And I will no longer be in charge. No, people are going to love this and they're going to say we want more of it. I can't do this week in and week out. This is a one-time shot. I took it. All right. Thank you for listening. Uh, You support this podcast just by listening. Your ear holes. (laughs) Thank you. Not done yet. Okay. Now I'm done. (laughs) Thank you to Anchor for sponsoring this podcast. Kyle, we are the fantasy football delivery men podcast out. out.